johnsyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Back with another edition of SportsInsiderRadio.com. How are you guys today? How you doing, Big Dave? How you doing, Big Mike? Really good. Yeah, I mean it's it's been a really fun tournament so far. I mean, I'm sure Dave could relate. It's been some real excitement. I know uh, they had a him and Dollar Mike had a couple brackets that were really in contention. If we had St. Peter's pull it out, so. That was really exciting to, to root for them as well. So, you know, I love this time of the year. I, it's more of like a transition where we're going from the day-to-day football than basketball, all the hype of March Madness, and all of a sudden it's like warmer weather out. It's nicer, baseball, yeah. and then we're having like daily volume in baseball. I, I just I love the tra- – it's like, you know, the four seasons in, you know, generally with fall, summer, winter, and spring, it's like there's – seasonality also to this business, which kind of gives you a little bit more daytime action because baseball is more during the day where it's, you know, seven days a week, almost daytime action, except really on Fridays where they're most of the time they start at seven on Eastern time. But uh, I love it. I love this time of the year. And, you know, I'm sure Dave could relate a little bit to that. Yep, Dave, you there? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Are you, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. No, great time of year. Um, baseball, it's great. I mean, yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. What about you, John? How do you feel? Well, you know I love baseball. Baseball, you know me, I'm all about betting against the Dodgers. I can't wait. It's going to be a replay of last season. Or you got the team that's favored to win the Super What did, what did you send me the thing in, in our WhatsApp group? The coach is guaranteed they're going to win the World Series. And I'm guaranteed to make a lot of money betting against them. I won't yeah, use the word free good. money. I won't use the word free money, but I will tell you the value, the, the word, the, the dirty word that Mr. Yeah. Blessing used to despise us using, uh, the value is, and you even said I was on to something pre- Pre MLB last year, the value will be once again on 
fading the good teams like the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah, guaranteeing to win the World Series is kind of bold. But oh, it's very bold. what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> what are their odds? I don't even look now at from that. A, what is it? I'm going to bring them up while you guys are talking. Go ahead. Uh, in particular, I mean, do you, Dave, do you ever, like, I know we're changing gears a little bit, just came up. Do you ever, like, do any off-season work with football like right now it's right before the draft there's been a ton of trades over the last couple weeks are you having some sort of adjusting you know handwritten stuff where you're you know always kind of in the know or just more just in the back of your head where you're just calculating like all right i know that this might this team might get two points value because Devontae adams is now like none of that no nobody saw it does that no everybody's trying to get Football contests going and get in on early bird deals to get value when they're half Got off, it. things like that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that. That was one of the fan questions. Find, yeah, you can find good ones. Last year, well, well, I did that. I did that. I did that. DraftKings won fifty percent off, but they give back. They they gave back the entire prize pool, so each each entry was a hundred, but it was only fifty because I bought it in November. So last year they did the same thing in football, except you saved, saved thousands of dollars. So I hope they do that again. So I'm focused on that, and they don't do anything like that in Vegas. But you know the 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 other companies that are around the country do that. And yeah, it's it's fifty percent off. Some of them are less, but yeah, you can get good value. Just and and they just want to start getting the ball rolling on their contest. So that's why they offer that. Kind of get an idea how many signups they're going to have, stuff like that. Got it. And and that makes sense. I mean, you've been doing this for for many years now. I mean, when I first met you, you had, you know, uh, you had qualified. You were third in the super contest. And I remember seeing the check. Well, you should do it, too. It's kind of like a. You should do it, too. You guys should buy all those early weird ones. Because you just hold the hassle. You off the top get two hundred percent on your money, and if the top off, just blindly you get, you get. It's like somebody said, tie your money up six or four months, whatever it is. We'll give you double mm-hmm. because the contest has value anyway. So it's like somebody's just telling you, hey, you want to double your money in the next four months? Here you go. Yeah, everybody should do. Everybody should do it. I mean, probably a tip I shouldn't give out because it kind of dilute, it hurts my value, but that's fine. I don't see too many people yeah. uh, flying to Vegas for an expensive flight just to put in their early submission. No, no, it's not Vegas. So I don't no, think no, you have, not Vegas. You have... No, Vegas. Oh, it's not. not. So you're not talking about the Super Contest? Oh, no, you're talking about like the DK one and the FanDuel ones? Yeah. Yeah. Got no. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but it's a good deal. Now, do you? is it bigger? Would you say comparatively prior to like when you've been doing them for years out of the Westgate, if the, are the ones that are national, like the DK ones, are they much bigger? And, like, the pot's yeah, even bigger? How does that, you know, because I haven't really compared the two. Yeah. It's a little buy-in. It. It's spread out over more states. Yeah. So, but it's still value. It's annoying to turn those things in sometimes when you have, like, 30 of them every Saturday and Sunday. But it's definitely worth it. But, it's yeah, it can, it can be time-consuming. 
that's why I just let my little cousin do all those brackets and kind of walk him through basic strategy. And we'll have, we'll have a couple of top ten finishes still. So we'll, we'll our total investment was two thousand, and we should get somewhere between ten and fifteen back. So it's a great return. Yeah, we. Yeah, we had a shot for a bigger return, but what can you do? Well, I mean, St. Peter's blasted. They got to the Elite Eight a first time. A 15th seed has ever made it yeah, that far. Crazy. So, you know, for them to win another one and that's go to the crazy. Final Four would have been, you know, unheard of, obviously. Yeah. So if that would have hit, obviously we know I've been following, you know, since the, basically the middle of last weekend because you got a little too obsessed with trying to find out the exact odds that you had, and uh, which is cool. I mean, I, I love to see that side of you because I'm a well, fan no, of the game. It. It's and no, it's because my no, my little cousin was like checking it over and over, and he's so excited because he's little, and so ten percent of anything uh, was a lot for him. So that so I got real into it with him. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't on my own. I would never. I get thought like it was that, just but... you were just turning the page. <laughs> no, I figured no, it's, uh... I can't. No. Because no. you never, I never see that side of you. I mean, there will be, you know, 50 college football games during the fall. You know, we'll talk about it the next day, and you're like, yeah, I don't watch any of them. I don't know. I just check the, you know, the scores. I do a lot of live, but I'm not really into the games. And I'm like, did you see that last play? And it, you're like, no. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's so it's, it's just always my – and I think a lot of the clients now that have been following you a while on IG have seen that side of you where – they're like, man, he's just like a human robot. It's he's just playing numbers, playing edges, um, and even you know, yesterday, for example, you know, we we don't always come on the show and talk about all the glory. Obviously, we do have losses, and that's part of trading in general. But the way that you increased, you had a a, a larger play on the seventy sixers because the line moved in our favor, and. Obviously, it came down to a bucket at the end. They were calling a goaltending, but then they reversed it. So it ended up being we lost the game. But the point is we increasingly got better value as the night went on. And most people don't look at sports trading like that. Most people just look at it as a entertainment wager. They're putting it in based on a analysis of that individual event. Right. And usually they're not pressing their wagers because the line increases. They have no concept of that systematic approach. So, you know, it's it's not always going to go our way. It, it, this is not a proven winning model. There's no such thing. So I feel like people get – this is the problem, Dave, that we still run into. It's when we have these huge, unbelievable weeks, they expect that to continue at that rate. They don't think it's going to ever level out, and it's just – it's hard to tell somebody that they're like, man, he's won almost every game this week, the high volume. He's really got to dial it in. We're like, well, we're, it's going to eventually have losses. It, it's impossible to hit at this high rate, which you were honest on IG a few weeks back and said, look, guys, I, I know I can't continue at this streak. It's impossible. I've been doing this professionally for many, many years. So it's. I hope clients start to understand a little bit that you know the highs should not be as high and the lows should never be as low, and it's they should just ride the wave no matter what. Ride the wave. I'm not saying. Yeah. Well, what was that guy that you were uh, on IG with the other day? He said this is a 
theoretical approach. It's all about the theory. Remember that? That's some drunk guy in a bar. That's the guys at the bar. <laughs> He's some drunk guy in a bar. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he, he, he was, was really committed, man. He really felt it. <laughs> Whenever I hear a good saying, I'll I'll take the camera out. Like, what did you just say? Right. So I liked it. I don't know. Yeah, I liked it. But yeah, was, he was right. Well, it's, a, um, you, yeah. un, it's not normal that you hear things like that from just gamblers. So it's he's you could tell, and just like you told him, he's he's definitely you know on the sharp side if he's got that approach, you know. But it's it's just very intriguing to me how this whole business has been transcended, where it's not just your standalone so-called betters anymore. You're starting to see a lot more. Sharp guys enter this realm that, you know, have been trading a lot of other platforms up to this point, and they're, they want to be coachable. They, they want to be teachable. And I feel like the content that you're constantly putting out from an education standpoint is really hitting something deeper than the games. And, and that's why I could be honest with you and say the text messages that I get now versus, let's say, six months from now, have decreased by probably 80%. And in the past, you would have a losing day, and I would have the entire world blow me up, and there were clients of ours, and it's just a big deal, and it's just uneducated responses or feedback. Versus now, it's completely the opposite. It's like they're, they're quiet because they know that the risk was so small over the overall bankroll that it doesn't matter. It, that's not what we're here to do is we're not here to provide a service of trying to go all in every day, which is the complete opposite philosophy of what you do. It's just the the constant grind, and as long as you know that the process is sound, theoretically, then and we're getting in our money and good consistently, that client, no matter the outcome, understands that he's in a good hands with the team that's putting in the effort to make sure that long-term we're going to have a substantially winning product. So I'm impressed with the client's education of late. So I'd like to, you know, the clients that do listen to us every week, uh, even if we lose, they understand that what we're doing is logistically going to provide them a good financial return in the long run. So give a little clap to all the clients that are <laughs> educated at this yeah. point and you know because again it's it's taken away that you know insanity that i have to deal with which is you know just like they'll talk about and again this is a fan question this i've actually got five fan questions i waited that I, I wanted to you know talk about the good but for can you give some of these guys a so i want to know your approach to this why the lakers Every night. Is it just an auto spot because of their double digits? It's just an auto spot? Or what do you see from that late in the season when these teams are just underperforming substantially? Just an auto, just an auto but you're spot. constantly yeah, riding. Just an auto yeah, spot? Just okay. an auto sp- yeah, a lot of panic. and Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Just an auto spot. Like Any picks today? What do you guys think These guys today? get so emotional. What do you guys think today? Anyone got an opinion today? On the board? Yeah. I mean, you're not going to – well, I do. 
So I do my YouTube videos every day and I give out a complimentary free lean. But again, you know, again, you, you know, you say be sharp, don't be square. So obviously I have to go with the square side. Oak City prints money every day, period. It is, it's uncanny. I've never seen a team beside Memphis, and I don't believe Memphis is playing today, um, that wins at the rate. Oak City does where they lose, but they cover. But they cover. That's not square. square. I wouldn't consider square at all. Yeah, Yeah. that's not square. No, because it's a bad That's my my free lean. Yesterday I had Detroit. I had Detroit against Brooklyn. Double digits. And I even said on the video I referenced you. The line opened to 12, went to 14. I said, wait till post. You might even get 14 and a half or 15. Nets are the worst team against the spread in the NBA. And Detroit, eight games over 500. Yeah. Yeah, that closed. I think that closed 14 everywhere, right? Yeah. I do say that. Yeah. 14 everywhere, right? Trying to look exactly. Um, yeah, it was. It was. Yes. Yes. And then they ended yes. up winning by like seven or eight. Yeah, I know that. I, I think. So, what do you when it comes like the last like week of the season? Is there any because obviously you know player management becomes a little bit harder to figure out early in the day. Is it something you wait for, or it's more of like a feel? where if a player a lot of times is questionable, he's probably going to play, or if a player a lot of times is questionable, he's probably not going to play. It's kind of like a feel that you put out before you really have that final report. How, what's the, like, the process that you actually yeah, I mean, you have, utilize? Yeah, try to make an edu- yeah, you have to try to make an educated guess. I mean, that's about all you can do sometimes. And that's what they're doing with the line. You just try to get your money in good and just hope that they play or don't play. But yeah, whatever, whatever's gonna happen right. is gonna happen. But I just make an educated guess, or I'll go if this is a fifty percent chance, then okay, let's make a fifty percent line like what there was and keep half of it out, and well, I just make a guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, right. I don't know if that explained it, but yeah, I mean, no, it, it does. Times, it just cause some knows. people. Nobody knows. I mean, because sometimes, I mean, especially with, I'll just give an example of a player when it's Embiid, you literally don't know. If he could be probable and you still don't know mm-hmm. until he gets stretched out, he goes through warm-ups, and then they decide, which they've done this year not as much as last year, but last year it happened. Yeah, but that's on, a good I, example. A couple dozen yeah, times. That's a good example. Yeah. Yeah, but then some guys are just questionable, and they always play. So it's it's a tough NBA, yeah. especially with the way that they manage minutes and how many minutes somebody plays in a season. And now that it's down to the playoff stretch, where they give people nights off all the time, I mean, it's just a lot harder to gauge because no other sport provides that. I mean, every other sport, you basically know who's playing. You know, with uh-huh. NFL, the injury report comes out, you know who's playing. College football you know is playing college basketball you know is playing so it's it's very it's just it's a unicorn it's one of the only ones that you just really have that variance that you you're really gambling on i guess in a sense not when you said it yeah, with you kinda, your perspective yeah, you are. 
but you kind of are, right? You are a little bit. You're gambling for less. I don't know if that's the right terminology, but yeah, um, it's it's different. What about NBA playoffs? It's because obviously things are much different. Games become much more important. Players play obviously unless they're really hurt consistently. Is there more of an edge in the playoffs? Do you think? Or is it basically as consistent as the regular season? Probably consistent. I mean, you have more public money per game. That's that's always a good thing. But yeah, it's it's it just kills me this time of year. Less volume. That, that's that's why I get kind of down and out. I like all the volume. So having less of it kind of sucks. But hey, we start all over again. We got baseball and then football again. I just, yeah, I just talking about lack of volume. Yeah, it's kind of depressing. So talking about baseball, like you said, um, up, what are you ready for the? What was that? I said I I was going to transition to baseball, but you can finish your statement before we get into that. No, just trying to work out more, get ready for the pool, bet baseball. It's standard this time of year. Yeah, it's pool. It's pool season coming <laughs> up. What is is the pool open and like? Labor Day, I mean, sorry, Memorial Day, is that when it opens down there, just like everywhere else? Oh, mine's, it does mine's already going strong. Mine's going strong over here. My pool? Mine's, mine's So what's the weather good. right now? Mine's, well, today it's kind of cold, but it's it was it was sunny for like three or four days, and everybody was out at the pool on the weekend. It was packed. So it's crazy. Oh, wow. It seems like it flew by again, huh? Yeah, I mean, we had, yeah. you know, it's been 20 degrees the last couple of days here, and I think it's starting to warm up going into the weekend, but it's just, it's the the polar vortex, like, missed us in the beginning of March, and now it's it was freezing. So now, hopefully, it's we've turned the corner, and it could be more of a outdoor activity, because like I said, I love baseball personally. Um, I like going to the games, even though, you know, going to the Orioles games is very, very hard to do, but... I do like to just go, and it's very relaxing. It's it's not as uptight as the intensity as football. So when you go, it's it's more of just like a hangout, relaxed environment versus, you know, football. You're standing up screaming and losing your voice for four hours. So, um, but with baseball. Man, so people what, do that I know here. you've been working. No, people do that here in these baseball games. They get up and yell. Not for the Orioles. <laughs> not for the Orioles. It is you don't completely have the opposite. I mean, our yelling. team, we used to. I just don't see that that much. I mean, you still <laughs> do. You get one-offs, but it's they're far in between. Extremely far in between. Because it's just the team is so bad, and it's been so bad for many years now that it's hard to watch. And, you know, it's it's just a different game. Anytime you see a player that's really good on the team, you know by next year he's going to be on the Yankees. That's just our philosophy. He's just gone, signed by somebody, and that gets paid a lot more money than we're willing to spend. And um, it's frustrating. But, you know, I'm a baseball fan. I'm not as much an Orioles fan like I am a Ravens fan. So, you know, from a standpoint of watching baseball and actually, you know, going to other stadiums, I really enjoy doing that. Um, throughout the summer, so hopefully I could catch some this year with some friends on a trip. But um, with your baseball system, I know you've been working really, really hard to really dial it in, and it's going to be an exciting summer for all of us. 
give us like a little bit of the inner workings of it. Is it something that you're going to start a few weeks in because it's so data driven? Is it something you're going to start right from the beginning? Kind of, you know, give a glimpse to the listeners of what they're what they should expect. Yeah, a couple of weeks in is good. Just yeah, get some data and start a couple of weeks in and and keep doing the NBA playoffs, focus on that and then when and then the combination of cuz it'll be like the second round of the NBA playoffs and then slash some data and it's perfect time to to start with daily picks. So that's my plan. I like to start a couple of weeks. I, mean, I know that, all of them, but but I always I always jump the gun and still have a few early. But you know that's that's my go-to. I mean, since I've never seen anything much more than the, the correlated parlay system for baseball that you've done in years past, when you're doing individual plays, is it still going to be from a lot from the dog side? I just can't, I can't see you taking a 200 favorite ever. Or a 150 favor, or 170 favor. Me personally, this is an other sport, so maybe is it, is it different for MLB, or are you staying concurrent to your just life cycle of how you trade sports, which is always getting that positive EV? Well, I mean, you can take two minus 200 favorites. There's not really rules. I mean, whatever has value has. You can lay my. I, I think I had something yesterday minus 400 on an in-play thing. So there's not really these rules, but whenever you have certain rules, all you do is just eliminate good spots because you're you set all these rules on yourself. But yeah, I mean, most of the time you are you're not laying a bunch of chalk. I mean, but it happens. So yeah, for me, I might even have minus three hundred, but yeah, maybe it'll be some parlays. I don't know. I don't know. We'll keep it. <laughs> keep everybody in suspense. Do you guys want to hear some numbers? Is, the, the problem is the problem is they they'll let you do the correlated parlays, but they knock off the value of the correlation. So, like, let's say that it's supposed to pay out plus four hundred. It will like have an extra and say plus three fifty. They knock out the value of the correlation on on most of these companies. So that's why I, I haven't been doing that. They'll, they'll just adjust it. They'll go, okay, instead of plus 400, it will have an X through it, and they'll give you, like, plus 340 or whatever, whatever the value is. The algorithms have it figured out. Okay, sorry, what was what was the numbers? So, first of all, I'm, I have all the numbers from last season. And here's what's amazing. 30 MLB teams – only six teams were profitable from a money line point of view. Six teams. That means 24 teams had were negative EV, meaning if you bet – now, obviously, you can't ride each team individually because they're playing each other. But only six teams were profitable out of all 30. And they all had one thing in common, Mr. Miller. They were all greater than 50% as underdogs. So, for instance, San Francisco was the most profitable mm-hmm. team. If you bet $100 on every San Francisco game from the beginning of the season, you made $3,495. They were 36-26 and 26 as an underdog, 10 games over 500. Seattle was the second most profitable team. 
San Fran beat them by 20 bucks, 25 bucks. Seattle was plus $3,470. They were 62 and 50 as an underdog. The third team was Detroit yeah. Tigers. They were 76 and 63 as an underdog plus 25-24. And so when you look at that, and then the other three teams were St. Louis, Tampa Bay, and Boston, they were all even. 42 and 42 is an underdog. 31 and 29 is an underdog. 30 and 30 is an underdog because obviously 50% is an underdog. You're plus money. What's interesting with these teams is you didn't really even have to play them. They were in their favorite. Now, here was the funny thing. If I told you in the beginning of the season, Dave, that a team was going to play 174 completed games and they were going to only be a favorite four times, you would say you're crazy. Last year, the Dodgers were 112 and 62. That was their final record. They played 174 completed games. They were one in three as an underdog. 170 games of the 174, this team was a favorite. I have never seen that ever. Don't you, don't you, don't you almost have to have a winning record as a dog to – well, no, I guess you could be 56. No, you have, to have a, right. you have to have a winning record as a dog in order to be profit. Well, if you well, don't you have a winning record be, as a dog. Well, you could be well if you're a dog every single game like the Orioles. They could be like thirty percent. So, so, the, so the, I was gonna, I was gonna get, I was gonna get to the worst team. I was gonna get to the worst teams and the best, best teams on the futures. And there's a little bit of a different, there's a little bit of a differentiation. So, I've already done all the homework, right? Because I'm obsessed. So, the answer yeah, to your question is a two-part question. The bad teams, it didn't matter when they were underdogs. The profitable teams had to have a winning record as an underdog, but they were an underdog 50% of the time. So you take a team like San Francisco, you take a team like Seattle, you take a team like Detroit. I mean, Detroit played, they were 76 and 63. You're talking about 139 games as an underdog. So you have to have, they had over, over 50% of their games as an underdog. Now, certain teams are outliers. So what you have is you have is an interesting dynamic. Baltimore Orioles, the worst team in baseball, beside the Pittsburgh uh, Pirates, which will remain the same this season, 52-110 and 110 last year. It didn't matter. You lose $2,773. And the only other team that beat them on the losing money, the losingest team in all of baseball last year, had the same record as Baltimore, Arizona Diamondbacks. They were both 52-110. and 110. But Arizona was a favorite much more than they were a dog, more than Baltimore. So you got lost almost four grand. So the losingest team was Arizona. The winningest team was San Francisco. What is interesting is when you look at the odds uh, to win the World Series, you have four teams at the top. You have four teams at the bottom. The four teams at the top, Dodgers, number one, Astros, number two, Mets, number three, Chai Sox, number four, the White Sox. All four of those teams, and obviously the big, big, big favorite is obviously the Dodgers. There's a separation of almost $600, plus 500 for the Dodgers to win the World Series. Astros are plus 1,000. Mets are plus 1,000. Chai Sox are plus 1,100. But what's interesting with all these teams is that 
you can't make money betting those teams. And the flip side is when you go to the four worst teams, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Arizona, and where you live, they got added to the list. The Colorado Rockies is going to, is the fourth worst team in, in baseball based on the world series odds. They weren't in that list last year. So it's Pittsburgh. Number one, Baltimore, number two, Arizona, number three, again, Colorado added to the list number four. Now Colorado, you you made two. They were profitable last season. They were seventy four and eighty seven, plus two hundred and three dollars. And the reason why they were plus two hundred thirty dollars is they had the best home team record in all of baseball. Mile high, always being an underdog majority of the time. So the question will be is if the line makers kind of like they adjust in football and in basketball each year. If they can adjust, you can't really adjust the Orioles. You can't really adjust Pittsburgh. What's going to wind up happening is this is where the parlay betters, the square betters, as we like to say, will be parlaying the money line with the Dodgers and the Astros and the Mets and the White Sox every night, and they'll be going against Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Arizona, and Colorado every night. But what they don't really, they miss the forest from the trees, which is, you really need to be dog hunting. I mean, all the numbers, and this is where you can say small sample size, and I'll say wrong. It's not small sample size. It's literally decades. Nobody wins in baseball as a team with positive numbers unless they win as an underdog. You are basically at a huge negative EV advantage if you play favorites in baseball, especially the real good teams and especially the real bad teams. So in, in, this, in this instance, what you can almost say is the Dodgers and the Orioles are the same. They're not bettable. Now, obviously, every game is a snowflake, as our good friend Kenny White says. Every night is a different situation. Every pitcher is a different situation. I am talking in generalities, looking at numbers across an entire season. I am not saying that the Orioles can't open up the season and go on a 10-game winning streak or even a 20-game winning streak or a 30-game winning streak because that's the beauty of baseball. There's so many games. Streaks happen with the worst teams and the best teams. Every year, some team wins 18, 19. I think Oakland won 22 in a row a couple of years ago, and then they won like 18 or 19 in a row this year, this last season. So for all you listeners, I'm not saying categorically – you're not going to get money on these good teams or these bad teams. What I'm saying is over the course of the season, if you do exactly the opposite of what you said earlier, Dave, which is you limit yourself and you have rules like I've always had. I've never had a losing baseball season, ever. Like when I say never, I mean never. The difference was is I've always been the opposite of you. My system is that I'm not looking for volume. I'm dog hunting. So but when I walk into the office every day, I'm only hyper-focused on dogs. So therefore, I have to throw away a lot of games that I would never even play because I might like a team, and then I immediately look, and they're laying a price, and I go, eh, next. So I, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying I'm wrong. I'm not saying you're right. You're obviously the pro, pro, pro. I'm just making a point as a layman that is – Born in Baltimore, Maryland, remembers going to the World Series when he was 10 years old and they won it, you know, and it's ingrained. You know, I, I very early learned the value of baseball betting looking at the dog side, especially when the team has been worse in my 49 years more than they've been good. So I've always been getting good dog prices. And, yeah, will there be more money to be made? And then I'll let you guys talk about it on the Baltimore Orioles versus the Dodgers. Absolutely. 
yeah, even though the Orioles were trash last year, there's nuggets in those 52 wins because the thing is, those 52 wins that they won, they were dogs. And if you can if you can isolate and have certain criteria and certain pitches that you're riding, you can make money looking for those 52 games that they won because you already know right out of the gate the worst teams in baseball were Baltimore and Arizona. They're still winning 50 games. And if you know out of the gate those 50 games are all dog prices, you have an edge. Anyway, I'll let you guys run with that data. Um, yeah, well. What are your thoughts on that, Mike? You're from Seattle, by the way. You didn't realize Seattle was the number one team in baseball besides San Francisco last year. Again, your, your brother should have been rocking and rolling. He's not really into that. But do you know what I love about this show? Dave, you know what I love about this show? All of us. Is you are the best together. multitasker. Well, that, that too. That too. You're the best multitasker. Literally, while you're on the radio... You're scanning the combat screens and firing away. away. And I'm and here's I'm doing it on the back end where I'm releasing it to all our clients on Telegram in real time so we don't have a twenty minute lapse for them to maybe miss the you number want, twenty want, minutes from now. So you want, another, yeah, no, I appreciate that. that. I appreciate that. You wanna hear something funny? You know how you said earlier, oh, you yeah, don't even know what's going on after you bet, right? Remember how you said that earlier? Uh, Remember? I don't like that term exactly, but yes, in, in a sense. Well, yes. okay, you said you don't care. You don't care, and like you just stop watching. You're not a huge you know fan like, like me. Right. Right. Yeah, right. so I was going, why is this account so, like, why is this account lower, right? And I go, okay, well, whatever. I, I, something must have lost. Because I, I, had, I, had, I had a lot of bets, and I thought, okay. I thought they settled up by the time I was I went to go lay down and then I and then I looked and I was like, oh my god, the Jazz blew the lead. Okay, because yeah, you know what I mean. I didn't even know that until right now. Oh wow! That's oh yeah, I, I got the text. Uh, I got the text. No, don't worry, we, we knew. Not from an irate, but not from an irate person. They go, man, I love the side. They just blew a huge th- third point quarter. And Paul George came back for the first game from injury and decided to have his best game of the season. So, but again, it happens. I mean, there's no, that's why I was early in the show, I was saying how like clients are a lot of them. The only thing that I think at this point irritates them, Dave, and it has nothing to do with you. It's when they see the word Lakers, they want to throw up even before the game starts. So it's like I pray for the Lakers to win that night so I could just not hear it. But it's then it's the follow-up. I told you. I told, say, I know we're going to get that. I guess, it's, I guess it's with them. It's the redundancy of knowing that they've been losing on that particular team and they keep losing yeah. on it. But, but I, I want to no say real, one thing real quick. I want to say one thing real quick about the NBA, Dave. And, you know, you always say your, your motto, for everybody listening, Dave's personal friends – the clients listening, our personal friends listening. Dave has a motto. He's going to get a tattoo on his arm. We're going to go all to get it. Go get it to the tattoo parlor together. Stay sharp. That's the that's the motto. Stay sharp. We like to stay sharp. Oh, I thought I My thought there question, was no free money. I thought it was no. Well, no. Stay sharp is better. It's short and sweet. Oh, those are all good things. But, no, but here's my it. question, Dave. I was scanning. I was scanning the DB screen, and I said Memphis wasn't playing tonight. So here's my question. I was wrong. Memphis is laying five and a half at the Spurs. I'm asking you a question that I get from the clients, so don't tell me I'm not sharp. My question is, 
How can the line makers not adjust on Memphis? They literally they have been over every over game covering. No, so I'm, my question is, I'm thinking from the DB they're, screen, from the bookmaker, no, they're, they're uh, they're from the pinnacle yeah, screen. The Lakers, when do they adjust this number yeah, other, and inflate it? Other, yeah, other than the Lakers, they're the biggest anomaly, and they're those two teams in one direction and the other. I mean, well, yeah, Oak City is with Memphis, but yes. But I'm just saying, like, like tonight, perfectly, the average square no, is just yeah, going to bet Oak City and Memphis. That's it. They're going to just go, oh, free money. I know we, there's no free money. I'm joking. I'm saying that's what, if a square has been doing that literally every day for the last three weeks, he's 2-0. and And I'm just wondering from a line-making point of view, do you, don't you think no, that whoever is involved – yeah, they are adjusting it every game. And and Atlanta's just not very good. So I don't know if that's really that square. But, um, yeah, it's a really tough game. And you just take Oak City. But also, this, I get it. But from, I, look, I, I'm a fan of the game. How much Everyone can you really adjust Memphis with their best player? Right, did you well, see if, the, if money, best the public player, percentage money on yeah, DB? Well, Ninety-five percent in Oak City. Well, what I'm really? saying is, no. when you have the like, yeah. let's say Memphis, they're adjusting the line because I see it from game to game. How much can they possibly adjust it that much more when their best player, the LeBron on their team, is out and they're still covering? It's like at some point, you know, you have your best player out and they've been unbelievable without him in the lineup. It's just it's one of those seasons for a team where. Statistically, if you take John Morant out of the equation, they're going to lose a lot more games than they have. So it's, it really is, I think, in, in recent years, it's pretty much an anomaly where a team like that can keep rolling without one of their superstars or the superstar out for you know, an extended period of time. Yeah, well, they, they have adjusted big time all year, and they still keep covering. Same with the Lakers. Right. Right, they've given them no credit, and they still lose. So everyone else. Well, I would actually wrong. say I, I would actually I would actually say if you really look at the numbers, because I am, the Lakers really it's not that bad. They're forty one percent. They're thirty one and forty four ATS. Okay, they're down thirteen games. The flip side of that is Memphis is fifty and twenty six. ATS, they're up 24 games. There's still a 10-game separation on the anomalies on the bookends. So you got one team that's horrible, the Lakers, they're down 13 games, eh, 41%. You got another team is 66.1%. They're, they're, they are, uh, what is the record here? 53 and 23 straight up, and they're 50 and 26 ATS. So the anomaly of Memphis is almost double the Lakers. But the Sharp guys just keep going, okay, now Jaw's out. They can't keep it up, and then they're keeping it up. And that's, that's like, the, the, that's a killer, you know. That's usually, right. that's usually, that's, like today, every Sharp guy alive is going to have the Spurs. Every single right. one. The question is, when do you fire it? And then they keep, and and then they keep, they keep, yeah, they're just on a tear. Yeah, I mean. What else can you call it? I mean, you can say whatever term you want, but they're they're just crushing every number. Yeah, it's amazing. So, when do we fire Mr. Syndicate? Early or late? 
I mean, you know, I would obviously say if you're betting the dog, you always want to fire late, right? The perception is the public's going to bet up Memphis closer to game time at post, and you might get five and a, you five and a half in some spots. Maybe you get six. Well, there's already five and a half at all the. Another way you can kind of tell they're one sided on money is if you see all the Vegas places an extra half point to the going rate mm-hmm. offshore, and that's exactly what you see here. So I guess you just right. wait and hopefully you get a six. You, you that's, have to, that's what I'm professional thinking. Professional better has to take the Spurs today. I mean, you have to. It's it's a wait. Hopefully it goes up. Fire. It's just a standard spot. Standard. It's funny you guys brought that spot up. It's a standard spot. Well, I mean, again, I still may, I still maintain the biggest, and then we'll go move on because we got a few minutes left. I still maintain if you want to like split hairs between the anomalies, a team that has a losing record and that it has the same record as Memphis to me is more of the anomaly. You look at Oak City; they're twenty-two and fifty-three. They're down thirty-one games again uh, in terms of straight-up wins and losses, and they have the same record as Memphis against the spread. To me, that's even a bigger anomaly. The other night they were plus one and a half and they won 134 to 131. That's a rarity where they actually win the game. If you play it true to form, Oak City should lose today and cover, which I have not seen that anomaly either in a long time where a team just never wins the game, constantly covers. Because even when you're asking for, when you're asking underdogs to win in baseball and you flip back to baseball, you're asking underdogs to win outright. You're not asking underdogs to cover the run line. So the difference is, is here you have a situation where Oak City never wins. They always cover. They're down 31 games, and they're up 25 games against the spread. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So but what I'm asking you is from an anomaly point of view, what do you find the bigger – uh, anomaly, the mm. team that's winning and covering versus the team that's losing and covering. It, it's just numbers. It, small sample size. I mean, over the long run, you can't just bet every dog. You can't bet every favorite. It's an right. efficient market, or there wouldn't be 50 grand limits if it was that easy. But, no, the Spurs, Grizzlies, definitely something to talk about. I don't know. I want to fire now, but I kind of just talked myself into not doing it. And then with my luck, I'll come home and there's it's like four or something. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it happens sometimes. But on well, so real one, quick I mean, before we, so how do you, this 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 well, is a real quick because we got question. like four minutes four left, four Mike. Minutes. Mike, we got four minutes got left. I want to let's talk about the final okay. four real quick on these numbers. They haven't really moved. Kansas four one thirty three on the total. Duke four against North Carolina one fifty one. You guys want to give out any free opinions just because it's we got the final four this weekend? I'll let Dave go first, um, and I'll give him mine afterwards. No, you give yours because cause I'm I'm still working on it. You give yours. Okay. No, I, I mean outright winning. I'm not I talking about the Can- spread. I'm just talking about outright winning. Okay. I, I love Kansas just because from an injury standpoint, I think that Villanova lost a key part of their very short six-man rotation to begin with. So having losing that guy is, is a big deal, especially this late in the game. And I feel like Kansas is, is hitting on all cylinders. They have, you know, what I look for in a tournament this far is great guard play, which they have, um, as well as having a legitimate scorer that could just take over the game, and they have a good inside game with a defense. So I like Kansas in that matchup. And in the Duke-North Carolina 
blindly without the spread, I'm going with Duke. That's this is Coach K's last year, the last hurrah. He just got beat by North Carolina, which I think this will be a very, very, very yeah, close okay. game. Very square. So I, I just <laughs> from a win you know, win at advance standpoint. <laughs> I know, I know. But from a win at advance standpoint, at least, I, at least I'm not involved on in the square side. Go ahead. No, and then you know you guys threw up the surface one earlier, and he spurs that post, and then the Blazers. Anytime you can get more than plus twelve as a at a at home in NBA, it's it's over a huge sample size, um, a long run winner, not just one year where we're going to filter things. But it's you just wait till post, hopefully you get. Even though they have no talent, the team's just find a way in the long run. So those are my two. Just wait till post on those two around. A realm post, but I'm coming off of a loss, so I don't know. Maybe the losing is going to start. Are there out. any? Um, is there any live national brackets on the you know the CBS Sports line or whatever they post? Like, there's no perfect way live brackets. Yeah, for a perfect. They one? lost that this third round. That's per, that's they lost that be last dead, no? by, before the weekend started. It's been dead. It died. This last they weekend? lost a perfect bracket when they lost when St. Peter's won. For the second round, oh, right, right, not the right, first right, game. Right. The set in the first weekend, there was already busted perfect brackets. Meaning, some people had St. Peter's winning the first game, but definitely not winning again, and having anybody else. Wow. Right. I mean, there's people that have spread oh, wow. out, but that was it. They got. I mean, it's so hard. I mean, you're looking at, you know, it, not only is it hard to win a high percentage of games heads up. Because a lot of those games are close matchups and they're not, you know, crazy double digit spreads. But when you have these double digit spread teams winning outright, I mean, to pick it perfectly for that many games, it's that's why it's something that's never been done before. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well said, I guess. Yeah. You'll do it one day. Make that your new goal, man. That's it for next year. Pick a perfect bracket. Put that on the bucket list. Listen, yeah, if I we, pick a perfect we, bracket, real, we'll be we'll be all in good shape. I mean, you guys, you guys all have. You said you don't have those apps yet. No, no, not yet. No. Yeah, I mean, no, you don't even know the half of it. Such a pain. I drove to the sports book no. last weekend. There's a line forty miles long to standing at the kiosk. It's very painful here. Very painful. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's that sounds like they should get I don't know more kiosks or the apps. I just you know, I don't understand why you don't have the apps, but good value. You could, you guys can do these contests for pretty little and they have they actually have value. You have a lot of fun with them. That's my tip for the day. Well, but hopefully by next year they do. Them out the kiosk. Right. Exactly. Yeah, filling them out. Yeah, hopefully the by next year. Makes sense. You got people staying there live betting at the kiosk. They won't get off the kiosk once the game starts. Are you serious? Live bet off the kiosk. Yeah. Are you Are you serious? That's annoying. Yeah, I'm yeah, guilty. I've done it a few. Hey, I'm guilty. I've done it a few times. <laughs> but that's that's really annoying. That's that's I can't imagine really. Oh, man. Yeah. That's annoying. Yeah. I stood at a kiosk oh, well. one time for 35 minutes live betting a game. <laughs> But it was there was nobody standing behind me. I would have been respectful. So you know, 
It is. It is what it is. But yeah. like I said, we got the final four this Saturday. I kind of wish they would split it into Saturday and Sunday instead of do it all on Saturday. But I realize I got to play the game on Monday. So uh, hopefully we'll have some live betting opportunities on Saturday. And uh, like I said, before you blink next week, Mr. Miller, the volume will most certainly increase with baseball. Yeah. Uh, when when does it start next Saturday? April 7th. Yep. Whatever day that is. Yeah. Uh, April yeah, 7th, well, today is the 30th. Yeah. Uh, next Monday, I'm sorry, next Monday. Opening day is next Monday. I'm excited. Yep, so like Here I said, we'll rock and roll. It's another week of uh, SportsInsiderRadio.com, and uh, we'll uh, we'll do it again next week. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, guys. Hope right, you got it, got it, brother. Have a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah, see you later. Okay, all right. Syndicate.com. Call 1 888 201 4201. That's 1 888 201 4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. 